the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Money Monday on The Answer means a conversation with our friend Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management. We do it every Monday at 1230 p.m. And you ought to take time out of your schedule to listen to the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. Josh and I do that on Friday nights at 7, Saturday afternoons at 2 p.m. A lot of great information, more in-depth information. Josh now has a YouTube channel that you can search online, but the easiest way is to just go to Aptus Wealth Management, aptuswealth.com, and click on it, subscribe, and you'll get notifications of what comes out. Josh, we had a gain in the stock market for the week, but a bad day Friday based upon a jobs report, and the jobs report said we had more jobs than they anticipated, but I guess sometimes now even good economic news in one quadrant means that it will trigger bad economic news in another quadrant. You know, I think it's important to note that uh, amongst what we would call bear markets or downturns, there will be bull rallies amongst that. And and sometimes that can lead to maybe unnecessary or illogical promise. And and fortunately, uh, when we're in great markets, we don't seem to pay attention to the news near as much as we're in down markets. And we we almost seem to, as investors, shift our, our thought process to, well, maybe I can time this thing better and minimize my losses. Or maybe if I watch... If I watch closer, it'll do better. Hmm. Well, the market is a lot like a watch pot. I mean, it just doesn't boil when you want it to. And it's important to keep reference on the fact that only over the long run can you really predict the outcome of the stock market or individual stocks. In the short run, you know, news can be a very weird thing. Something will come up that sounds bad, market charges. Something comes up that sounds good, market dips. Um, That's all priced into the emotions of people investing into the market or the emotional nature of the market. But cooler heads always prevail. Make sure that you have a plan and you're investing accordingly. Aptus Wealth offers you a free consultation. Set it up online, aptuswealth.com, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. Or you can do it via the phone, 614-917-1040. If you're out of the area, Josh and his team service many clients that are out of the area. They do it via the ways that we communicated during the pandemic. So it's very easy to do that remotely, 614-917-1040 or aptuswealth.com. So the Fed is meeting a couple of days before the midterm election, and we always hear from the government that the Fed is independent of the government and the government doesn't tell the Fed what to do. Uh, I guess just a gut feeling. Do you think that the Fed is immune from the government influence? Because I think it's pretty clear that, you know, another 75 basis points rate hike would uh, not be great for Wall Street and not be great for people's retirements, uh, at least in the short term. Uh, so how do you feel? Do you think there's true independence there or not? Uh, I, I would say it would be naive to think there's true independence. I think that we all have pressures, uh, outside pressures in our jobs, and, and I don't think the Fed is any different. I mean, by governance, te- technically, it should be completely impartial and should be uh, – it should be arbitrary what the federal government and particularly politics wants, but that's not really been the history of the Fed. And we'll be able to see, right? I mean, it's coming up, and the Fed has been very uh, forthcoming in saying that it's going to continue to raise rates, that we have a huge inflationary problem, 
Of course, we want to come in for a quote-unquote soft, soft landing, but we're willing to do whatever it takes to get you know back on the tracks. And you know, I think that they could, by saying that they want to create a soft landing, maybe they've cheated themselves up for being able to do maybe a little bit smaller rate hike, which will appease uh, the political governance, but will also hopefully keep us on that soft landing. I guess we'll see. Ultimately, uh, if you're a long-term investor uh, and you're looking at stocks, you recognize that inflation has not been licked, that we still have some time to time to uh, to be in the trenches, if you will, and there are more rate hikes to follow. So whether they do a giant one in November or they do several smaller ones throughout the, the coming months, time will tell, but I don't think we're, we're at the end of the rope as far as raising rates go. Josh Pick is our guest. He's with Aptus Wealth Management. They're located in Lewis Center, just off Route 750, a bit north of the 23270 interchange, easy to get to. You can set up a free consultation with Aptus online at aptuswealth.com or via the phone, 614-917-1040. You just said, in terms of what you guys do, helping people manage their wealth and work toward retirement, work toward financial independence, long-term investors. I mean, if you're working about, if you're thinking about retirement, unless you're right on the cusp of retiring, it is a long-term investment. And then we chatted about the whole like monitoring of the market. And I told you the story, the friend who told me the other day he was down $450,000 in his retirement because of the market downturn. Uh, what do you tell clients who ask you about how often they ought to check their portfolio or adjust their portfolio in a time like this? You know, I, I think there's there's two things, to, two words that you use there that we got to differentiate. I mean, checking is okay. The unfortunate reality of checking, though, is sometimes checking can uh, get our, our heart uh, pumping a little faster than it should. And then our heart direct link, uh, links to our brain, and then our emotions get involved, and we make some uh, irrational decisions. So checking versus adjustments are two different things. Now, that's, I think all human nature points towards we want to be able to have some control. We don't want to feel out of control. So we believe, or at least maybe some believe, that if I'm looking at it a lot and I'm making these minor adjustments, then I can really move the needle on how I do in the long run. And statistics prove that to just simply not be true. Now, there are certain things that you may want to lean into or lean away from, but getting in and out fully from the market probably is not the best choice in the long run. Actually, what statistics have shown is you spend a lot of time and a lot of work doing things that serve you no benefit and actually draw down from the benefit. If you look at uh, you know, 1999 through 2019, which is a 20-year time period, and obviously a terrible time period, you could argue, because you, you lived through 01, 02, the dot-com bubble, and then through 08, 09, which was the financial crisis. If you were trying to get in and out of the market, if you missed the 10 best days, you cut your rate of return, your average annual rate of return, in half. Hmm. If you missed the top 20 days over a 20-year period, you're down to basically nothing. So what did you do? You thought you were sidestepping some risk, but ultimately you probably sidestepped your goals. Uh, so it's important to stay invested. And the only way that you can do that through troubled times like these or truly believe in the investments that you have and the plan that you have, and the only way that you can truly believe in it is if you have the education to understand why you're doing what you're doing. And that's why the biggest part of our process is educating you on your positions, your options, your choices, and why you elected them to begin with. Yeah, that's why you employ a professional financial advisor, because they are checking everything all the time, but they understand what they're seeing, and they certainly have a better handle on trends. I don't want that responsibility. That's why you know, we have uh, Josh in charge of uh, my family's retirement situation, 614-917-1040, aptuswealth.com, A-P-T-U-S, 
aptuswealth.com. And I was chatting with you Friday as we were doing the show, and the numbers that we talked about with people having saved X number of dollars for retirement were very surprising to me, that over half the people in our country haven't saved even $50,000 for retirement. If you're super young, it's not a big deal, but if you're in your 60s, it's a very big deal. And I guess, you know, I thought more people thought about retirement long-term than they obviously do because that number to me was very surprising. Yeah, and you'll hear terms, unfortunately, like the, you know, retirement crisis. Um, and I, I think when we hear those terms, and you'll see them as headlines all the time, that America is in a retirement crisis, it points towards the fact that people aren't saving as much as they probably need to. And there's a myriad of reasons for that. Um, and also, you know, there's some pressure on Social Security over the next, you know, 15, 20 years as to what's going to happen there with the Social Security Administration being very, very open that in about 10 years we're going to have a real, real problem in that trust fund running out of gas. But, you know, it's funny, Bruce, as we say that we're in this retirement crisis, it also seems simultaneously like everybody we talk to is in such better shape than us, right? Mm. Well, I hate to take off the, the kid gloves a little bit, but people lie. Uh, <laughs> so when, when you hear that, oh, my neighbor's doing so much better than me, you know, kind of take that with a grain of salt. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Matter of fact, we seem to all know everybody that has a million dollars, right? Everybody's got a million bucks. Everybody's millionaires. We're, we're doing terribly. Everybody's millionaires. Even if you add up the high net worth individuals in the country, so high net worth, these are people that we would love to emulate in their occupation. They don't have an average retirement savings balance of over a million. It's very rare. Less than 5% of the people in the United States have retirement savings accounts balances of greater than 500000 at least by every survey we've read. So, you know, don't compare yourself. Don't think that your neighbor is some sort of elite trader that is uh, bouncing it out of the market and making 5% a week, because it's probably not true. It could be true, but there's a 95 to 99% chance that it's just simply not true. So you uh, fight your own battle, live out your own plan, and get to your own goals and ignore your neighbor. Yeah, absolutely. And people love to talk about their triumphs, but not their failures. And they do exaggerate, as Josh said. Get with Josh and his team at Aptus, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com, 614-917-1040. Catch us on the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show Friday at 7, Saturday afternoon at 2. Josh, I look forward to it. Thanks again for your time. Thanks, Bruce. Always a pleasure. My thanks to Josh Pick. Make sure you listen to the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show Fridays at 7 and Saturday afternoons at 2 for the replay every week. I was talking before we got to Josh about this being Columbus Day and the massive Christopher Columbus statue that was sent to Columbus as a gift from the people of Genoa, Italy. Been in Columbus for like 60 years. Now it's it's in a super secret hiding place. They say they're going to put it up somewhere. Not going to put it back at City Hall. They do say that. It won't say where. So Joseph was listening to the program, and Joseph has a tie to the Christopher Columbus statue he'd like to share with us. Hi, Joseph. How you doing, Bruce? Good. Tell me your tie to the statue and what you know about its uh, its whereabouts or its future okay. landing place. Well, I've, I've been uh, the public relations chairman for the Columbus Piave Club for about 20 years. Um, this started in 2004 when Mayor... The mayor at the time made a disparaging comment about Christopher Columbus, you know, based on revisionist history, obviously. And That'd be Michael Coleman, thanks. correct? That'd be Michael Coleman? That would be Michael B. Coleman. I wasn't going to say that, but mm-hmm. uh, yes, that's who it was. 
And I was uh, 30 at the time. My dad was a longstanding member in the Columbus Italian, or Columbus Piave Club, which is one of the uh, one of the two prominent uh, Italian clubs in town. Uh, Columbus Italian Club is another one. Uh, there are smaller clubs, but we represent the two biggest. Okay. Anyway, long story short, uh, you know, I'm a student of history. Um, always admired the voyage of Christopher Columbus. Our club was instrumental in actually getting it uh, donated, you know, 55 in 1955. And uh, we actually performed a wreath-laying ceremony every year on, on today. Joseph, are you still with me? Oh, Joseph's phone dropped. All right, well, we'll try to get Joseph back. I assume he'll realize soon that he's uh, disconnected from us. Uh, in the meantime, today is your last day to register to vote in the 2022 midterms. You can check uh, online at ohiosos.gov. Uh, there's an online registration system. You can go to the Secretary of State's website. You have to be a U.S. citizen, of course. <laughs> Why do I have to say things that are so self-evident? But they are. You have to be 18 years old or older on or before the November 8 election. You have to be an Ohio resident for at least 30 days. And you have to have not been declared incompetent for voting purposes by a probate court. Uh, Joseph is back with us. Hi, Joseph. Don't know what happened to your phone, but hey, sorry about that's that. okay. So, so tell me, so tell me about what you know of, of where the statue. So here's will be. what I know. Long story short, I've been involved. I've been the spokesman and the mouthpiece for the club and the Columbus Italian Festival for quite some time. The festivals kind of distance themselves a little bit because they want to concentrate on the church, which makes perfect sense. But uh, you know, as a Catholic myself. Uh, this man is responsible for Catholicism in this hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I wrote a piece. I did a, a, a months and months of study on the man so I could prepare to defend him. And, uh, you know, fast forward, I, I've been quoted in New York Times. I've been on Fox News. Okay, where's CNN. the statue? I want to get it because we're running out of time. The where's the statue? Is in the, maintenance, the, the statue is in the maintenance facility on its, uh, on its back. And where and do you understand keep, that it's going to be placed, or are they just stalling when they say they have locations they're considering? I'm pointing at my nose, Bruce. Yes, mm. they're stalling. Yeah, they've lied to us more than more than twice. They said that we were going to be involved in a committee uh, for the placement of the statue in an Italian American uh, uh, either location or our choosing, or they would cooperate with us. Who's and leading? Now they don't even return Joseph, our phone call. Who's leading the? Uh, the misinformation campaign against this because they say when they take public comment they get universal objection to the Christopher Columbus statue who's leading that some wokesters at Ohio State who it's the wokesters in the in the mayor's office mm. at city hall mm-hmm. that are that are completely ignorant on the topic and have zero context when it comes to renaissance history that could be a lot of people the wokesters in the that could be mayor's a lot of people office. Yeah. so Office of Diversity <laughs> and Inclusion, yeah, and the course. and Parks and Rec really yeah. is yeah. a lady from Parks and Rec. I can't remember her name now. I'd have to dig in my emails. She called me twice. Got me and actually got me in touch with someone at the state house as well because, as you know, they still have a statue. Yep. And she wanted me to be involved with the 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 relocation of that statue. But uh, you know, obviously, some common sense prevailed, and the state was able to just keep it there. 
Well, Joseph, um, what I would say is uh, these people hate being held accountable. They hate uh, lightness being shined on their darkness. So continue to keep right. the pressure on. Uh, anything that I can do for you here, I will be happy to do it. So uh, I'll reach out to you. Bruce, here's what we want to do next year. Yes. We want to have a reflame ceremony in the maintenance uh, facility. Well, that would so be like we used to, like like, yeah. we've, like we've done every year since 1955. They've stolen that from us the last two years. We want to do that next year. We'd like you to be there. Okay, I think that's uh, something that I would be interested in doing. So thank you for the invite. Uh, stay I'll reach in, out to you offline. Do that. Stay in touch, and thank you for what you're doing. And this is just ridiculous. We have the name of the man who discovered America. We go by it on our city. We have fought for our city to have a an identity in our country, and now we have been able to achieve that, and they want to run from. Ridiculous. But what do you expect from the Ginther administration? Uh, here's a little encouraging note from, speaking of Wokesters, ABC News this week. Martha Raddatz interviewing Terry Moran on the upcoming midterm election and where the momentum lies. The Democrats were feeling pretty hopeful about their chances. Do you still get that sense? Nope. I think the air went out of that <laughs> balloon, in, in part because, look, the economy is so tough for so many people. Food prices, rent spiking. If they've got retirement funds, those are evaporating. And even the issue of abortion, which did drive several special elections and that remarkable referendum result in Kansas, uh, while there are millions of people for whom that will be the number one issue, I just think the economic headwinds are so tough. Uh, and, and Biden is, he just doesn't have the oomph as a candidate anymore. People don't really <laughs> want him around. And he can't really make his case that, that I, I don't think the Democrats are in any better place. And I would also say in this country and in other countries, polls are broken, right? It is clear that lots of people on the right just don't answer anymore. They were worse in 2020 than they were in 2016. And so you look at those polls, it's close. If it's close, it's a Republican win. Ah, there you go. That's music to our ears. A great up way to end the show. I should also end the show with an apology today. Uh, I realize unwittingly that I am responsible for what transpired yesterday. If you're a Bengal fan, if you're a Browns fan, painful day yesterday. Browns snatched uh, defeat from the jaws of victory against the L.A. Chargers. Bengals did the same last night, foregoing a field goal that would have given them the lead in the fourth quarter from like 20 yards away. They went for the touchdown. Didn't get it. And did you did you suggest that they do that? No, I'm to blame because I have been every day here on this show <laughs> okay. wishing for a return to the good old days. The days when men were men and women were women and teachers weren't our enemies. I have been wishing for a return to the good old days. And I realized this morning that unwittingly (laughs) I have returned us to the Browns and Bengals era of the 1990s. My wishing (laughs) for the good old days. I did not intend it to apply to Uh our professional football teams. But I must take the blame for what transpired yesterday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.